Today we take the deep dive into the world of outdoor social swimming, a thrilling and fulfilling way to swim outside with friends. But why is it so popular? What are the benefits? And how can you join in on this fun? We've got all the answers you need. Thanks to our special guests who embody the social and selfless spirit of swimming community. We'll explore their personal journeys, uncover their motivations and discover the most important aspects of their social swimming experiences. So tune in and get ready to be inspired to take the plunge yourself. Welcome to the My Swim podcast. My Swim is every person's personal adventure in the water. Whether it's learning to swim, wild swimming, channel swimming, winter swimming, Another aquatic sport like water polo, synchronised swimming, triathlon or something social with friends, the best kind. And everything in between, your happy place, your aquatic adventure and together we can explore it. For hundreds of years, swimming has been recognised as a therapeutic activity for physical ailments. But it's only in recent times that the mental health benefits of being part of the community have been understood. Today, we are focusing on the popular activity of outdoor social swimming. And we've got two amazing guests, Sue Woodcock and Deb Vine, who I've been fortunate to know for many years. And for me, they embody the positive energy and enthusiasm of this type of swimming. Their love of the water is matched only by their passion for supporting others in their outdoor swimming adventures. Join us as we explore the headline benefits of the outdoor social swimming and learn how to get involved in this amazing community. We'll be covering various types of social swimming in future episodes. But for now, get ready to be inspired by the infectious love of swimming from our special guests. We are pleased to offer the chance to display your passion for the aquatic adventure. With every episode of our podcast comes a unique My Swim design that reflects the essence of the topic discussed. These designs are exclusively available on our website, myswim.uk. And each purchase you make helps keep the podcast going and promote our shared love for all things aquatic. It's an exciting journey and we would be honoured to have you join us by wearing our designs and showing your love for the individual my swim thank you for your support and we look forward to being part of your aquatic adventure well welcome deb and sue to the my swim podcast and thank you for coming along to help us understand a little bit more about outdoor social swimming it's a pleasure to be here very very honored to be invited when i think of social this outdoor social swimming and that everything it encompasses it's it's you too so um (laughs) thank you It's a great community with so many people who put so much into it. I've got so many questions, but before we get into any of those, can you tell us a bit about your backgrounds? Because I know you've got a variety of backgrounds coming from different ways that have come to outdoor social swimming. Okay, I grew up in Rhodesia, Zimbabwe now, and I swam for Zimbabwe international level and uh, then came over to Millfield School over here as a scholarship swimming and swam at a high level here as in top half dozen article few events um, and then quit um, at 17, 18 because in those days there was options um, you know it was education or swimming not both so uh, and I didn't swim again until I was 45 and uh, midlife crisis what can you do so got in a pool and thought this is fantastic 
got back into Masters, met Sue at Masters, <laughs> Epsom yeah. District, yeah. then did Europeans, Worlds. We went into open water swimming and then I took that. I also set up a swim school and then became a teacher, a coach, and I'm now a tutor. Yeah. yeah full, full spectrum, that's full fantastic. Spectrum. Oh, so my experience is completely the opposite to Deb's and this is a great thing about yeah. swimming and meeting swimmers. So um, I, I grew up in the black country, Dudley girl, uh, didn't go to a swimming club, couldn't, couldn't really afford it. And it was my dad that taught me to swim. He used to take us to Braille Hill Baths every Friday when he wasn't working and uh, he, he taught me how to swim. Apparently I was, I was swimming by the age of about three, which was great. <laughs> but it was always play swimming and then lots of fun on holidays in Woolacombe and all that sort of thing, bodyboarding. I just really enjoyed the water, but I never did anything with it. I, I did all my badges at school, like my gold, silver and bronze and all that, 1,500 metres, all that sort of thing. But um, never really did anything with it. And then moved to Epsom and had children. And it was when I had my second child, Finn, um, talking to one of the mums at the school gate, and she suggested the idea of Epsom District. So I went and swam with Epsom District, which is where I met Deb. And then through Epsom District, you meet all these different people from many different walks of life who are all doing these different crazy things. And then that prompts you to have a go at things. So I met a woman who was a triathlete um, who'd done an Ironman. I'd never heard of an Ironman before, but that really uh, gripped my interest. And then as a result of that, I got into triathlon myself. And that was my introduction to open water swimming. Um, And then 15 years ago, something like that. Um, suggested to Deb let's go and try and do a swim trek oh, holiday right, yeah, just for two yeah. days down the River Thames yeah. and uh, that was a bit of a shock to the system getting <laughs> changed on the side of Buscot Dock with um, out any changing rooms and all that sort of thing yeah, yeah. but yeah that was the kind of introduction to open water so social swimming is wide ranging and, but the outdoor social swimming seems to have really taken off mm. in the recent years um, why, why, why do you think that might be? Uh, I think Covid had a lot to do with that we're yeah. all locked in we can't go anywhere, do anything. Um, all the swimming pools were closed and people needed needed something. So there was lakes, there was rivers, yes. ponds. We discovered Chertsey Mead, didn't we? And when you could meet up as two people. Yeah, I mean, you could also include in that all the pop-up pools, their oh. outdoors, that everyone was putting, yes, yes, putting yes. up in their gardens. Oh, just yeah. desperate. Yeah. To swim. That's right, you reminded me now. Tight to a tree with a bungee. That's it, that's yeah. Yeah. There was loads of videos yeah. on that, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. What's been your most memorable experience that you've both had while outdoor swimming? And how's it make you feel? There's been a lot. It's been a lot. Yeah, I think first one that really stands out as being just just a beautiful, beautiful swim was in the Lake District in Easdale Tarn. That was incredible. And I was so impressed with Deb because I used to wear a wetsuit then and Deb just went I'm not swimming I'm taking my wetsuit off and I was like wow that's so brave oh you were in a wetsuit at that time man. yeah right. we were in wetsuits it was right. 2010 we were... it was a long time ago thank you so who do you think outdoors uh, social swimming is for then? it's for everyone isn't it it has to be for everyone I think um, there's clearly people have to take a rain check on health and what they can and can't do because it is outdoors and there is risks but there's everything to risks in life no i don't think it really you can be an endurance swimmer or i mean now that you you know where where we go now and when when we swim together there are people and they just dip that's all they do they just go in and they dip go up to their shoulders 
and they get that hit from the cold water and then there's all of that sort of social interaction that goes on. So I think as long as you're aware of the dangers and you're aware of things like hypothermia and you haven't got any heart risks or anything like that, you know, mm-hmm. if you're mad enough to try it, I think it's probably for you. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you think the benefits are? It's social, isn't it? it social I think the huge it. benefit of social, there's a big thing about mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's a lot of research going on about the mental health benefits, but physically there's benefits mm. too. You yeah. know, you're out in the fresh air, you're getting exercise, you're meeting other people socially. I think yeah. that's, 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 that's a big part for me when I've seen uh, uh, the posts and the stories that you, you guys um, involved with, that it's those conversations on the way to the swim and while you're in the swim. You seem to really have a, we are. a great time. It's, I mean, I can't talk about it without not smiling. It always makes <laughs> me smile just sort of thinking about it, really. And, um, and it's also, you know, if you've had a really tough week at work, and particularly when you're swimming through the winter and it's really cold... And as you're driving down and you're thinking, what on earth am I doing? And there's this great anticipation about actually getting into the cold water. So that starts to fill your mind and any worries about work start to sort of get pushed to the back of your mind. And so then you've got this anticipation about getting into the water and then we all look at it and it's like, shall we get in? It's like, well, we're here now, we might as well do it. And then you get in and then there's that crazy time when it was less than one degree and we were picking up big blocks of ice and you could... We know we we broke a channel and stayed in for about five minutes and who's on who was that then to go no, no, oh, as well. Debs probably <laughs> <laughs> we we have a various WhatsApp groups you know yeah. you have your Friday Frenchums and your your sort of right. Chertsey Meads and yeah it's anyone up for a swim and either people are or they aren't mm. um, that's brilliant you know that's really good and it's so, just like and, and when yeah. you're in and when you're in at that temperature it is about it feels it's it's about survival it's like and then you get out and it's like I survived and now for the cake <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how, how do you actually approach someone getting in on when it's the temperature's like that you know is it uh yeah, off we go. I think we it? all have our own different approaches. I get in quite quickly. I don't mess around. I just get in because I've got this. I've, my, my feeling is that it's going to be painful, so I'm not going to delay the pain. I'm just going to get in and get on with it. But then that's probably quite a boring way to approach it because the people who scream and shout a little bit are way more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a faffer. <laughs> yeah. Take a while oh. to get in. Oh. I just, yeah, I like to get the bottom half. Yeah. kind of numb All right. and then move on the top half that's interesting um, tactics. And by the time Deb's in yeah. I'm getting out <laughs> and that suit is well gone but, uh, how long do you stay in there then or minus one it was five oh, minutes oh, that was yeah. it yeah. Still, still time. it was still. no longer than that was it and yeah and it's, it's, it's not cold. for newbies no yeah. you, you need a bit of experience mm. to deal with that and definitely be with other people mm-hmm. i mean this time of year now you can stay in i mean as you'll know you can just stay in and swim and swim now at this time of year with the, with the lakes are up to about 17 i guess at the moment but, yeah, but i think so you still need to be aware of the cold and if you're not used to it got to be careful yeah there's a, as you say it's those tactics of getting in i think are probably the the barrier for most people wanting to try mm, yeah. it because it's that thought process of I know it I know what cold feels like mm. so why would I want to get into mm. the cold but once you're in mm. and once you've learned those 
those tactics I've found you know and that's it is, where the joy comes in yeah, after that yeah isn't it? and yeah. it's no I mean that for the first couple of minutes is uncomfortable whilst you're, mm. just, whilst you're acclimatizing and you've got great technique where you you roll over onto your back and get the back of your neck yeah wet and, the, the general learning is to control your breathing mm. before you get in mm. if you can do Good that point. then you can get into any temperature of water mm. but it's controlling your breathing and then just go in slowly dip the shoulders roll onto your back um and then wet your face and and oh, okay. kind of roll over and get get swimming um but learnt a fantastic technique from our very first open mm. water uh, we went on a thames weekend and we had this mountain of a guy called Jerry, yeah. who apparently had swum the channel, I think, 11 times. Mm. Uh, but he was our guide, and he just said, right, one piece of advice, everyone, your first 50 strokes, you blow out hard and long, and that keeps your lungs elastic and, uh, and really focuses good. your mind, and yeah. it works. It genuinely works. Mm. Yeah. Now, that, I must have heard that from somewhere because that's the, probably about the only bit of uh, cold water advice that I, I can ever give mm. is that one is that when you do those first strokes nice yeah. and fast blowing out hard because mm. I heard that yeah. so because your body wants to yeah hyper, and that's hyper, when people get into trouble and that's yeah. right yeah, yeah. whereas yeah. if you're, you know, your your mind's on blowing out then you're, uh, you're, you've, got, you've got a chance first, don't you? Yeah, yeah you avoid that cold shock of that like a vice kind that's of it. just instantly and yeah, and also the other one, bringing it into the social side, is swimming in at least in pairs. Oh gosh, yeah, always, yeah, yeah, yeah. always. Yeah, no, yeah, solo swimming is not a good idea, particularly in those temperatures. No, yeah. definitely not. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely not. Does that if you go down to on your swims, then how many of you? Roughly. Depends who's around, doesn't it? And who responds to yeah. the call? <laughs> I guess COVID kind of set up nationally certainly uh, maximum groups of six so oh, yeah, of course, yeah. uh, that's I suppose what we tended to do and how m- many we tend to have up to about six yeah, yeah. not often more than six um, mm. usually three or four mm. people that's together but there are some groups around that are big mm. and often you get to people. these places and there are other swimmers there as well so it's not just yourself right, now okay. you know it's sort of yeah. There'll be other groups of people having a dip and catching up with a friend. So it depends what time of day you go, but yeah. Yeah, I suppose it gives you another set of people to, to go swimming with yeah. as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, so what misconceptions do you think there is around outdoor swimming? Probably the one that smacks me in the face is the faeces in water or dirty oh, okay. water. Yeah. That people seem to think um, the rivers, you know, are... Mm-hmm. I don't know, filthy. When you swim in them, mostly you don't mm-hmm. notice or see anything. It's, you know, it, you have to be careful when you swim and the weather. Yeah. Shows you our difference here. All I could come up with was it's not compulsory to wear a woolly hat. Oh, I'm going to make a note there. I thought the two, the two bits that were compulsory were, no, no, three bits that were compulsory were, you, you had to have a woolly hat, you have to eat cake yeah. and you have to own a dry rope. Absolutely, yeah. Or an equivalent. There's a lot of variations. You've yeah. got to have yeah. a lot of loose, warm clothes you can get on quickly. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah so 
is it is it a misconception that that you have to be stylish to be? You, no, no one's stylish if you're an open water no, swimmer. No, no. It's, it's just fun, clothes to put on that are easy and warm. Yeah, that's probably how I got into it. It's <laughs> pretty your natural look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think some of the most important pieces of equipment are then? Oh, toe float. Yeah. Definitely yeah, a toe float. They've been coming into it a lot more though, haven't they, toe mm, floats? Yeah. Toe float and a bright cap. Brights, mm. anything bright coloured. Oh, right. And yeah. the ones that I've seen the best is is yellow, bright green, pink. Mm. Those are probably the best. White is not good. Mm -hmm. um, but be seen. There's a lot of other water users. Yeah. Swim booties sometimes. Because oh, right, if you're going they? into sometimes yeah. you're not quite sure what's going to be on the bottom particularly if you're swimming in a river rivers and lakes i'd say i would nearly always wear some kind of shoe type okay. water shoe you just don't know what's yeah, in there though, though saying that i've never I haven't really come across a lot but it's just useful to wear and then other bits of equipment obviously you've got your wetsuits your neoprene hats so mm. yeah whatever whatever boots. makes you feel comfortable really to be in the water and there's no right way whether it's wetsuits or skins whatever you need to wear to enjoy it to get in there mm -hmm. there's no hierarchy of cool outdoor swimming it's just whatever feels good for you really do, do you guys wear goggles when you go yep you do mm. yeah yeah because i send a lot of social swimming with woolly hats <laughs> yeah <laughs> tend to yeah not have the goggles don't need the goggles do you? your head's yeah. not going in the water so. yeah so it depends how you swim i mean when we go, we normally go and we swim, and we do do some a lot of gassing on the way back. Yeah. But usually, like the first, if you're swimming in a river, we'll usually do the first bit, you know, proper swim, and then have a good gas with goggles off on the way back. Just proper so. swim, front crawl. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Lots so, of people do breaststroke. It's yeah. a great, yeah. great But if you get the one, I'd say is if you're getting goggles, get yeah. polarized or mirrored. All right. Because for daytime swimming. The glare on the water can really, really damage mm. your eyes. Um, and so it's good to have something that's polarised. That's really good. Not advice. good for night swimming, yeah, but yeah. majority of social mm. swimming we don't do at night. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you could look at that as a potential risk because you get the shine off the water as well. Yeah. You get it twice, mm. don't you? You yeah. get the from the sunlight and bouncing off the water, which yeah. is one of the reasons why I started um, every now and again when it was bright sunny days and I was doing long hours was I put a lightweight um, t-shirt oh. on I swam in Not, nothing yeah. to do with heat nothing to do with those and I had to be careful they didn't rub when mm. I'm doing the long stuff but that was because of um, obviously having um, trouble with potential moles and things on your back yeah good point and you get a lot yeah. of sun and you yeah. know I'm, one of the unfortunate things is melanomas on the yeah. rise and there's always whatever you can do to protect against that you can put the sun creams on, but uh, if you can cut it out altogether, and it's only training. Yeah. I, the reason why I didn't find it a problem, because in my old days when we were doing the polo training, in the winter we used to train in T-shirts mm -hmm. for drag, for mm -hmm. additional mm -hmm. effort. Yeah. So that when you took your T-shirt mm -hmm. off, it felt like you were flying. It was, mm -hmm. it was a lovely feeling. So you know, while you're training, it's good. Mm -hmm. you know, I, quite, I quite liked it, but you have to be careful it doesn't run. Yeah, so, but no, yeah. you are really, really right about protecting your back because, um, yeah, the, you know, there's a lot of skin surface exposed there and if you're in the water for a long time, mm -hmm. you are at risk. And so if you think you're, you know, just put a, a rash vest on, yeah. good idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when can we do the outdoor swimming? 
I know you. I know. I think I know what your answer is. Christmas Day, New Year's Day. <laughs> but, but Just socially, when when's it start to build up? When's the best time? When's when's when most people want to join in and you don't have any trouble when yeah. you pick up the phone to someone and say you come out swimming today? Oh, no, yeah. I'm doing my hair. <laughs> about about now, like a yeah. weekend, like we've got coming up now, and the temperatures now. Yeah, so, so we're coming, in the, we're end, of May. the end of May. Yeah, now, yeah. Aren't we? yeah. The the main season is May to September, yeah. beginning of May to end of September. It's still quite chilly, but the water's now warming up fast. So we're getting into the real se- proper season now. Where some some of the lakes are shallower than others, and they seem to heat up. Mm. different times because you see different temperatures coming up around the lakes don't you and that can only be the depth of the lake yeah yeah Yeah. they also go down quicker though as well yes yeah Yeah. um so how do people find a safe place to swim well there's the um i was looking at a couple of websites uh before i came because i thought you might ask that so but but you i mean you would probably mention these anyway deb is it the outdoor swimming society Outdoor Swimming Society is probably the number one spot to go and look. All right. And also... um, What do they do? Do they they list them there? They have a map. Oh, we've got a map with them. They have a map and you can click on anywhere in the country. It's probably gone worldwide for all I know now. Um, And there's also um, Swim England Open Water at swimming.org. I was looking at that earlier on as well. So those... Both yeah. of those list places where you can go and swim safely. Yeah. And uh, I think Swim England um, Open Water um, lists outdoor Lido's as well, I think. Because mm-hmm. they're good starting yeah. points, aren't they, if you want to get into outdoor Yeah, I would say the Outdoor mm. Swimming Society is, is the main one because through that also they will list a lot of the um, Facebook and the, the open water. There's a lot of outdoor swimming groups and they will list them for instance i know and uh the oss outdoor swimming society maidenhead and windsor or windsor and maidenhead mm. one of those way around um they list those um and the other thing is if you do facebook uh, i know it's just for us oldies really nowadays <laughs> but <clears throat> if you go on there and you just put water swimming cornwall or devon there are groups that will pop up. I'll tell you what. I'll, everywhere. I'll, I'll, I'll put the links in the show yeah. notes so people can yeah. pick up on those. And uh, I picked up a few others, potential ones from around the world of some of the main ones that if people want to get into the social side of open water swimming or outdoor swimming, then they'll give them a start in their regions. Yeah, that, so, yeah. that's actually a good point because there's a, a Facebook group called Did You Swim Today? Oh yes, and yes. that's incredible. I I went to New Zealand um, a few years ago, and I just went on Did You Swim today and said I'm in Wellington. Is there anyone around? I can see a harbour and a beach, and it was an hour or something. And someone popped up, said, "Yeah, swimming there tomorrow. Do you want to join?" Oh, fantastic! You know, and that's the beauty yeah. Yeah. of open water swimming as well. It's yeah, it is. socially, it's fantastic. Yeah. internationally yeah that's excellent what do you see as the biggest challenges that outdoor swimming faces as it starts to grow what do you think some of the challenges were i mean the thing that comes to mind where i think where we swim on a friday is it's, it's about it's a bit like the roads it's a shared space 
the, the rivers and lakes are shared spaces. You know, got dedicated dinghy sailing clubs or something like that. They I can like get that. quite. They can get a bit annoyed if you've, they've got a bunch of swimmers in the lake. You know, interrupting their their their, their sailing practice or the um, you know regattas or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a bit of a problem, particularly as it becomes more popular. Yeah. All the ones that I know from that are in open water swimming at the moment are courteous and understanding all mm. of that side of it, and they mm. realise that we're in shared space. Mm. So I suppose it's making sure as the sport grows. Yeah, mm. that, that 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 ethos remains both sides. You know, yeah, back in, yeah. In, into the swimmers and from the swimmers as well. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's keeping talking to them. Um, that yeah. Fishermen are are yeah. another. I mean, fishing's the biggest sport in the world, isn't it? Mm. Uh, and they all have to have licenses, so you know right. they they mm. see they have priority, um, and it's working things out between. But one of the challenges. I think is we've been very lucky we can just go to a river we can swim and places more and more bits of water are kind of being corralled and owned Mm. and this is our lake and you can only swim in our lake for x price at x time yeah and more and more of that that's happening um yeah around and and I think that that is a, a a challenge and I also think there's a challenge in all these groups as they grow and as it becomes more and more common is that I think there's going to be incidents. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's no regulation really as such. And so you'll find there's very little insurance right. happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that's going to be a big challenge in future because there are going to be a couple of instances. Yeah. Um, yeah, you see, you, you see that in uh, events that uh, you can swim in a bit of water, uh, quite literally free, and then if you go and do an event there, it's it costs you a lot of money. Mm, and that's yeah. and I understand yeah. talking to the organisers, the reason why it costs money is because of the insurances. So, yeah. So if, if some of these groups are going to have to start holding those insurances, even if they're just mm. sort of third-party mm. type insurances, they're going to mm. push push up what is a lovely sport that mm. people can just get a costume, get a woolly hat, mm. and yeah. off they go. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I, I, sadly, I do think as well, though, I mean, I know um, we, we sort of alluded to it earlier on, we do, you do have to be aware of the state of the rivers now as well and sort yeah. of sewage discharge, and it's yeah. such a shame. Yeah. But that is something you do have to be aware of. Yeah. I might look at into a bit more around that because I think that's going to help people. Just yeah. Because if it is one of those that people got them, as we said earlier, yeah. a misconception or a concern about yeah. that stopping them getting into the yeah. water or trying it out, just try and take that away with a bit of knowledge. I mean, saying that, you know, I mean, we do quite a lot of open water swimming and they've been very... I can only think of one occasion when we didn't get in, uh, which was a, a couple of summers ago. But it's just been aware, I think, more yeah. than anything else. Yeah. yeah. It's such a shame we have to talk about this because when you said about challenges and you mentioned fishing, yeah. I was going to mention the bit the time that you got called by a fisherman. Yes, I, got, I, did, I literally you got, got hooked. Reels in. I, did, I literally got hooked in my thigh, and oh, I yeah. suddenly thought, "Oh, what's that?" And like there was line. He thought he had a they, massive. And the hook actually went in my skin and came oh, out gosh. the other side. So I was kind of floating there and mm. um, saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm, 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 I'm trying to unhook myself. To yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. And when he got home, he said, it was this big. 
Yeah. <laughs> but it got away. Yeah. Broke the line. Yeah. That's, that's one of the little rivalries. You know, you get lots of, within open water, there's lots of funny little rivalries like wet suitors and non wet suitors. But, you know, it's friendly. Yeah, yeah. friendly. Yeah, yeah. It's all, yeah. we all know it's friendly. I mean, you know, yeah. But there's also that between anglers and swimmers, mm, isn't there, as mm, well? There's, mm. uh, you know, the, the love hate. Yeah. Well, one way, I'd say. One way. Yeah. We get in there. It's just being respectful of each other, isn't it? it is, at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. You know? Well, as I say, this thing about the sewage I think becomes a unifying factor isn't it yes it doesn't help either no yeah very so, true safety precautions then <laughs> we've got an expert we've got an expert sitting right here yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's like being an exam I suppose um, no safety is know your water never swim in water you, you you're not familiar with go it's the water safety code you know right. go with other people tell mm-hmm. people where you are right um you want to check, know the water, know the tides, know the flow of the water. Um, check where you're getting in, know where you can get out. Uh, river, you know, lakes are fairly easy. The sea is usually easy, but rivers have can have um, paths and, and reeds and trees and you can't get out for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it, it, knowledge um, and go with people that mm-hmm. know know what they're doing, get yeah. to know the water first and then before you... Yeah, I suppose I hadn't really thought about that. The end, how you're going to get it, get out is mm. is crucial, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It sounds yeah. simple, but it's, mm. it's uh, yeah, crucial. Yeah, you need a recce, good recce, if you're not sure. Yeah. Because you can swim down quite a way, then suddenly realise that mm, maybe I've swum a bit too long or a bit too far. Yeah. But if you, have, if you can't get out at that point, well... You got to carry on or mm. find a way back. Yeah, mm, that's, yeah. that's that's really good advice. The area that I'd, I'd like to explore a bit more because you you do an open water teachers course, don't you, at the moment? Yeah, it's open water swimming coaching. It, it's a three day course run by the the Swimming Teachers Association (STA). Is that a new organisation? No, they've been around. Uh, I think they've just had their 75th anniversary. Oh, I hope fun. I'm not going to get into trouble here. <laughs> not um, fairly new. There, there's two. Yeah, fairly new. Yeah, it's le- less than a century. Yeah. Until I've got done in your teaching. <laughs> there's two basically bodies in in Britain, and that's Swim England. And the STA. I've heard of Swim England because they do the water polo as well. Yeah, Yeah, the Swim England are, I think, their expertise, uh, in my personal opinion, is competitive stuff. Yes, I wouldn't disagree. Clubs and competitive. When it comes to your learn to swim, I would say STA are Mm -hmm. are on it. Um, They're extremely proactive uh, and are international as well. So they do international programs. Uh, and I I tr- I train up swimming teachers, and just branched into the open water coaching. Right. So yeah, good fun. Starts with swimmers who at a minimum can swim 200 meters in a swimming pool. Right. So uh, those swimmers at 200 meters are reasonably competent, mm-hmm. um, and that's where the coaching can kick in and come in as a novice, somebody who's a pool swimmer but is now transitioning, wants to try open water, right up to eventers who can be doing Ironman, right. triathlons, mm. channel swimming. It's huge. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the yeah. subject is vast and it's covering freshwater, seawater, yeah. tidal, non-tidal. Mm. 
Um, and so within the qualification, it's made very clear to people that are uh, training that they're only qualified and will only be insured within environments that they are familiar with. So if you're always down in the sea and that's where you, you swim and you decide that you're going to shoot off and do stuff in the rivers, then you might get into a bit of trouble if you had an incident with your insurance. So, it, it, yeah, it, so, it's, so this it's is the regulation clear bit. on that. This is the regulation bit that you can see evolving uh, from that Yeah, so, well, I mean, the, the qualification is off-qual regulated right. um, qualification. Right. It's level two qualifications. Right. So it, it's very, very clear within that that what you, you can and can't That's do. Good. So where do you two, where's your favourite spot? Where, where do you, you, you say you regularly go, is it yeah. Frencham? If it's local, I mean, I, I, I love, can I, can I say Shepparton Lake? I do love, <laughs> I don't know if you can advertise, I'm not advertising. But I mean, that's been... No, it's my favourite one as well. Yeah, it's my favourite I mean, training one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that I think that owned it. Was it about 2010 when I remember when we first used to go down and it was a really small concern yeah, yeah. and it's absolutely exploded like in the last yeah, few years. Yeah. But, as a, you know, to go down and have a swim on my own, it feels safe. You've mm. got safety kayakers, all that sort of thing. And it's, and I like, I like the crew down there. I like the people. You always have a... You, you'll always see someone that you know down there often when you're getting changed, you know, mm-hmm. so it's quite a sociable thing. Um other places where we swim where you don't have to pay and we go in a group Chertsey Mead French and Ponds yeah I've never been to um, any of might go down to Shoreham Brighton um, well uh, De- Deb has recently in- introduced me to Durley um, in Bournemouth for sea swimming which is gorgeous yeah Bournemouth yeah. beaches that's not one of your favourites is it I've, I've actually bought a place down there now um, you've got six seven kilometres of just beautiful gold sand. It is. Beautiful yeah. open bay. Mm, it's amazing. Um, it's a perfect swimming uh, socially, leisurely, yeah. training, yeah. anything. And there's um, lots of nice bars beach. where you can go and get something to eat and drink once um, you've had a big swim. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a really good place. Yeah. What's the most unique place you've been to anywhere? A bit quirky? Oh, I'd like to, <laughs> yeah. I'd like, I, I know Deb's going to have some big but. Recently, when I was sailing across the Atlantic, and we stopped off at Santa Elena Island. Yeah, did, did you know? So just drop that one. In. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was, just, I was just sailing across the. <laughs> I know. So she, she didn't take me. I, I, went out, yeah, I went out for a packet of crisps, and <laughs> I found myself sailing yeah. Yeah. From, from Cape Town to Namibia to Santa Elena to Brazil. Yeah. yeah. And um, and on this on the seafront in the well the harbour of Jamestown, um, there's a 25 metre swimming pool. And so I got up really early one morning and walked because it's a pretty vertiginous where I was staying all the way down and went and had to swim in that pool, which oh, that was pretty cool. God, so, yeah. And what I really wanted, I was told that you could get swimming hats with South Atlantic swimmers on them uh, from this particular shop. And uh, it's, a, it's a strange island because the shops are only full once the cargo ship's been and that's only once every five weeks and <laughs> then the shelves get empty. <laughs> and so I went to the shop and sadly there weren't any, any wow. caps with South Atlantic swimmers on because that would have been cool. But I think we also went to the Hebrides, out to Hebrides together last year and that was fantastic. Yeah. That was really beautiful. How warm was that? Um, what was it, about beautiful. 14? It actually, for them, was quite warm. Yeah, yeah about 14. Right. Yeah, that was, that was pretty uh, stunning, wasn't it? But, um, Absolutely stunning. But, uh, I mean, you've done some incredible swims yeah, in Robin, Robin Island. And... Robin Island, love. Robin Island to Cape Town. Mm. 
absolutely beautiful swim mm. to swim along just looking at table mountain yeah have a pod of a thousand five hundred a thousand dolphins really? swim by it's really it's so rich the coast the, right um, when we were sailing up there it was amazing delayed start for swimming because there was a couple of whales kind of frolicking around you know, sunfish um, as well. You so, yes, yeah, sunfish, penguins, you yeah. name it, they were all there. I loved bled. I love swimming. Slovenia mm. bled. I've been oh, yeah. okay. twice now to the international world uh, winter yes. swimming yes. Um, championship. So that's January. It's it's cold, yeah. uh, but so beautiful. So that's a that's a to me that's a different league of swimming different type mm. of swimming yeah. in itself on the ice yeah. swimming that's the one ice I, swimming. I definitely want to want to explore as well yeah. on those ones because uh, it's again it's starting to grow isn't mm. it oh, sort of they find yeah, yeah, they yeah. find um i remember when it first came out on the first came on my radar about i don't know probably 10 years ago i know that yeah. scandinavian countries have been doing it for probably hundreds of years but within yeah. the uk wasn't it we had the first i remember doing the first cold water champs at uh, 2008, I think it was, in um, yeah. Tooting. 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 Tooting back, yeah. And then um, I sort of tried it, did it, you know, silly hat, all that sort of bubble hat to keep it all. And uh, it was fine. But then, since then, obviously my concentrations went yeah. on to other things. But uh, since then, I've been keeping the monitor of it. It's just exploded. Yeah. Just exploded. Yeah. Well, do you remember when we were kids and there'd always be the crazy people on Christmas Day getting yeah, into the Serpentine yeah, yeah, and the BBC had been there? And now it's just yeah, like yeah. standard almost, yeah, it isn't it? Is, yeah. 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 Well, the, the, report, yeah. the reporters are getting in with them. It's all good. Yeah. The Christmas Day but ones and everything. I think, yeah, my absolute still best swim ever, the most beautiful water I've ever been has eased out on. Mm. All right. That water. Um, when you climb to the top that was incredible was just it was uh like swimming in evienne mm-hmm. you know bottled somewhere so it, it comes it? french i mean just beautiful so clear you could just every time you put your hand in you could just see mm. the kind of skin and muscles kind of moving with the water it was amazing and it was yeah where beautiful. where was your perfect social outdoor swim be. do you know I, anyone, I've had right? to really think mm. about this oh, no. <laughs> uh, I, well I, I have thought about it and only a, bit, a few years ago we were in uh, in Patagonia and in that, the Andes there are some amazing lakes right. and they are miles and miles and miles away from anywhere and it is they are this extraordinary azure blue really really blue right uh, I haven't seen any lakes anywhere else that colour and to get into one of those lakes and go for a swim with a bunch of mates I'm not sure it's literally clear with the sand Uh, yeah I think it is incredible some of them are quite rocky and I I don't know and I think if there's a lot of blue sky so there's a lot of that reflection as well but it's just um, incredible colours and they're really remote and the scenery's stunning I would love 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 to do this uh, a great barrier reef organised swim Right. And I would love to do that. Mm. That sounds good. I think. Is the one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. There's an official, they do some official swim. I can't remember where it is or right. what, but... Okay, and so you've got a celebrity you can take along 
with a to I, a perfect swim. Yeah, it wouldn't sort be a celebrity for me, I'm oh, afraid. Go on, go on in. It would be my dad. Because oh, right, okay. like yeah. dad dad was the dad introduced me to swimming and really encouraged my love of water. And he's not so good now. And he's still really, really interested in he loves hearing about all of our swimming exploits. Yeah. And he and I was telling him we did the triple five K a couple of weeks ago and I was sort of telling him about it. And uh, you did the, uh, what, the, swimathon? the swimathon, yeah. Oh, you did the triple? Yeah. Well, yeah, dead, well dead made us. Well, yeah. Yeah, it sounds, it I didn't make like you. Dead, dead <laughs> she, she did. We were very proud of ourselves yeah. once we'd done it. But I was telling Dad about it, and he blessed me, and he was saying, you know, he said, oh, oh we should have been alongside you, Sue, or we should have been alongside you swimming. Yeah. And so if I could get my dad to a, and swim with my dad, that would just be the best. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, imagine not that. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm the same in a way. I have no desire to swim with any celebrity. Uh, history is something, if you talk to anyone in my family, I have no interest in history. <laughs> <laughs> I love science and I love future. And what I would like is to win the lottery and take like about half a dozen friends and some family, whoever wants to come, and just go Brilliant. on a couple of an amazing swimming. Mm. Maybe the, the Australia of the Barrier Reef. Barrier Reef. Maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. yeah. Have Vietnam on my <laughs> radar. Oh, and yeah, the, yeah. Where, where, where? the Lofoten, I, I, Northern Nor, Norwegian Islands. Yeah. I just that. Any tips you got for starting out in social waters? Well, it's just for me. It's just about where this, where where you can go with this stuff. So, like as I explained to begin with, I'm not. Um, I've never been. I've never really swum with a club apart from when I joined Epsom Masters when I was 39. And and so I'd say to anyone, like if you've got an interest in it, and you, if you're interested and you like the water, just get in and do it. Because once you start to do that, you just end up meeting these incredible people like yourself, like Deb like so many other people I've met, and they've introduced me, you've introduced me to ideas which have then turned into opportunities for me to do something that otherwise I would never have done. And and it's incredible, and I, I, I'm grateful for that every single day. So, um, you know, just if you've got the idea and you want to do it, just go out there and do it. Yeah. And don't worry how far you can swim or what your stroke's like, just go and do it. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. Or Isn't what it? you look like. Yeah. That's the beauty of open water swimming. Mm. Um, yeah. It's one of the concerns people have and body image, but seriously, <laughs> us open water swimmers, we like cake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And when you're in the water, you're all the same. Yeah. And you also become very used to stripping off in a car park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tall, short, fat, thin. It doesn't matter because when you're in the water, right. it, you're all equal. The water equal. doesn't know, does it? You're all the water yeah. doesn't know. Yeah. No, Neither do fine. the ducks. And I love <laughs> that. Yeah. 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 yeah, I love that. That's beautiful. All right, okay. The regular feature is called the fictitious swim-off, right? Okay. And uh, you've had no warning on this. No. I haven't on this one at all. I'm hoping that you'll enjoy. And, and I've got an actual answer for this as well. Oh, wow. Well, okay. Yeah, it's a made-up one. But, yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll see if we can pull it apart. Anyway, look, who would win in a swim-off between Mahatma Gandhi mm. and Nelson Mandela, and why? Oh. Oh. Two great. Players. Well, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for Mahatma Gandhi. What do you think, Linda? Oh, I've got to say Nelson Mandela. Yeah. I'm Southern African. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, you've got it. He's he's a winner, winner. All right, this is what I've got. 
really technical on this one. I put this into um, chat GBT, the AI, oh, that yeah, asked the questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. So we have an answer. It, it took me three goes, actually. It, gets, it, got, it got a little bit shirty with me. It told me that I shouldn't be doing this because there's no evidence to do it. <laughs> but I said, oh, no, oh, no. But if you had to tell it's me... It's checking itself against disinformation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, what it, what it said was, it, the, the defining answer is Gandhi would yeah. win because he was often seen swimming in the seas and rivers. And in his autobiography, the story of my experiments with truth... He mentions he swam in the sea during his time in South Africa. Yeah. And uh, once swam a distance of about four kilometres. Wow. And then it goes on. It wouldn't let it go. It says, however, it is important to note that this does not necessarily mean that he would be a competitive swimmer. (laughs) Gosh, that's a really good question. Yeah, a, uh, I wasn't expecting that, were you? No. No. <laughs> oh, well, look, thank you both for a great talk. I think you've really helped people and quite clearly yeah. you've got a love for it. It's no. not, not going to shorten any time soon, is it, a love for the water? I hope not. No, I hope never. Now, that's the great thing about it. It can go so. on and on and on, can't it? And the great work you're doing, Deb, with bringing other swimmers and coaches into it. Wow. So you're encouraging others. So I've yeah. got us doing a channel relay at the end of June. But that was that's down to Deb, yeah. It actually... <laughs> That Sue had been saying, I'd really like to do that. Okay, let's do it. You want to do it? Let's do it. <laughs> when, when is that one? Uh, in about four or five weeks, our tide. Let's come around quick. Yeah. 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 Far too quick. That's what the triple five K was. That was our training session, that was, apparently. That was the training. <laughs> that was it. We've done it now. We'll have a lot of uh, lot of fun doing that. So yeah, maybe come back and share that with us. Yeah, I'd love to. This okay. has been great. Thanks, mate. Yeah, it's been it. great. Thank you both for coming. It's been lovely. That's, That's great. Been Thank great. you. It's good really to see you again it. as well. Lovely. Thank you. I hope you were just as captivated as I was listening to the two swimmers share their love of the ultimate aquatic adventure. From our discussions, we discovered that outdoor social swimming is more than just a fun pastime. It's a complete mind and body experience that's essential for human well-being. If you haven't tried outdoor social swimming yet, you're missing out. But I hope you'll use this podcast as your gateway and a reason to get into this incredible adventure. Check out the links in the show notes and get to get started. And if you're already a fan, then please share your joy with others. Spread the word about this life-changing experience and encourage your loved ones to join in the fun. Remember, outdoor social swimming isn't just a hobby. It could be a lifestyle that can unlock a world of adventures. So let's dive in and explore the possibilities that this amazing activity has to offer. To capture the joy of each individual My Swim, we have an exclusive bright, fun My Swim podcast themed artwork design. If you enjoy the podcast and the guests, we'd appreciate your support to keep these podcasts going to help spread the knowledge to a wider community. And please check out the designs on www.myswim.uk. Let us know what you want to hear about and together let's build the community. We really want to positively celebrate and promote all aspects of aquatics and particularly the mental health benefits that swimming can bring and we'd love you to be a part of it. Join the community, give us your feedback, follow and tell us all about your individual My Swim.